Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war is an emerging trend that is transforming the way that we as nurses view our profession. With the rise of technology and new opportunities, nurses have the potential to completely reinvent the way in which we provide patient care. Once we break that employee mindset, we are able to leverage our existing knowledge and experience in healthcare to develop innovative products and offer much needed services that the mainstream system is either unable or unwilling to provide in many cases leading to improved patient outcomes. Whether it be as educators, consultants, or even just starting our own business providing concierge services, the possibilities for nurse entrepreneurship are endless. With the right guidance and support, nurses can take advantage of these opportunities to create not only a successful business, but also a meaningful, purpose-driven life. You're listening to Nurses Out Loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. Before we get started today, I do want to encourage our listeners, if you have questions or comments, or perhaps you want to share your own experiences with what you're seeing on the front lines of healthcare, you can submit those to any of the hosts by visiting americaoutloud.com forward slash nurses out loud. From there, you can select the name of the nurse you'd like to direct it to from our drop down menu. We would love to hear from you. We encourage all of you to engage in the battle and find your voice in this fight. But until you're able to do that, we will be that voice for you. My guest today is no stranger to the world of entrepreneurship. Nina Hart is a registered nurse, a wife, a mom, and a lover of Jesus. She started her career in healthcare as a nurse aide at age 18 and worked her way up the ladder from CNA to CEO. In 2020, she was fired only five weeks after being relocated back to Hawaii from her dream job. She started her own business, consulting, coaching, and creating courses in digital content for nurse leaders and healthcare organizations. She has spoken at numerous national conferences and self-published two books and several journals. She is passionate about helping nurses create income streams, recognize what they are worth, and embrace their freedom. She lives in Hawaii with her husband, Jed, and their four children. She enjoys reading, writing, cooking, and going to the beach during office hours. Nina, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks, Kimberly. Absolutely. I'm so glad that we finally have you know made this happen. Um, so we've known each other. We've known each other for a while now. And, you know, I can't remember how we initially connected. I, I believe that maybe you were following me on Nurse Freedom Network. Um, yep. But I, yeah, I remember at some point you reached out to me and you were so incredibly kind uh, to offer to meet with me and just kind of give me some guidance. Because for so long, I just felt lost. I don't know if you remember that initial meeting that we had. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I had a vision of what I wanted to create with remnant nursing. 
but I was just so overwhelmed by by everything that I had been thrust into. And I, I will just never forget your kindness towards me and, and how much of a positive impact just that brief interaction had on me as far as changing my mindset. So let's take it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. You were you were incredible. And I'm just I, I'm so grateful for you. Um, but let's dig in. I really want uh, you to tell our listeners about your personal story, like how it brought you to what you're doing right now. Okay. Well, I've always been interested in working for myself. I always had these big ideas for some kind of business. Um, started out wanting to have a CNA school. And, uh, you know, I started in healthcare as a CNA. So I, I thought, I want to teach CNAs, you know, um, I got with my chamber of commerce, I looked at buildings, and then I realized, well, I'm I'm the only one with the steady income right now, this isn't going to be realistic for me to do. And so I just gave it up. And so every time I'd come up with a business idea, I would get scared, I would be too afraid to give up my director of nursing paycheck, and I would just drop it. Um, and we were relocated back to Hawaii in 2020 for what seemed like my job opportunity. Uh, It seemed like everything was exactly lined up. All of our boxes were checked. We had a really specific needs to move back to Hawaii again, and we really wanted to be aligned with the Lord's plan for us. And so we were really intentional about what needed to happen. And all of those boxes got checked right away. And I should have, I should have known it wasn't going to be easy because our church prayed over us before we left. And the pastor said, this isn't about a job. You're not moving to Hawaii for a job. Just remember that. And uh, I had to remember that really quickly because five weeks after we got there, after we had committed to a very significant 12 month lease in Hawaii, over $5,000 a month for my new cushy CEO salary. Um, I was let go really without any warning or explanation. Um, And uh, they wanted a two-year non-compete, which means I couldn't work for any other hospice in the state for two years for one month of severance pay. And it was probably the most devastating. I know that sounds silly and I know people have been through much worse. and, And for me, it sounds like gosh, just losing one job. How can that be that devastating? But my job was my identity and really my definition of success. It is how I define myself um, and my definition of success. And losing that job, being fired from that job completely destroyed me. Um, I just remember like crying on the way home thinking like, we literally just got here. How could this even be happening? I mean... It was surreal. Through that, though, we were able to kind of figure out why we were there. We were reminded of our pastor's uh, prayer over us that this wasn't about a job. And so I I was on my way home from being fired and I said, what are we going to do, God? And I remember just hearing like this response, like, you need to listen to Jed, (laughs) which is the worst response I could have ever gotten. And of course, that's what he said. (laughs) So Jed said, this isn't about a job and we're not going to leave. We're going to stay and we're going to wait and we're going to wait for the Lord and we're going to figure it out. And so that's what we did. Um, And within four weeks of me being fired, I had my first contract for consulting with a local hospice, which I could not have done had I taken that 
that pay that I thought I needed so desperately that one month of pay. I thought that was going to be the only way we could have stayed afloat. I had no income for 30 days, thought we were going to be devastated. Um, And my first contract was $150 an hour. I was able to do it from home. I didn't have to drive an hour and back each way from work. I didn't have to deal with all the politics and all the COVID nonsense that was going on in Hawaii at the time. Um, it, it released me from everything about employment that I had hated so much. And that contract, I worked with that hospice from um, late February, February till December. And that my first contract was almost $200,000. Um, and then in May, I launched the uh, director of nurses toolkit, which I basically took a bunch of forms I had made as a DON, put them in a little folder. And uh, over Memorial Day weekend, I posted that in a couple DON Facebook groups. And when I woke up Monday morning, I had sold almost $3,000 worth of those $27 download kits. And I thought, yeah, this is going to be my jam right here. So (laughs) it, it, it built momentum very quickly. Um, once I really leaned into the discomfort of all of it and I've been working for myself ever since. That's incredible. You know, and it really feels like, you know, it was just anointed for you. It really does. It seems like everything had just fallen into place. Um, you know, I don't think that you going to Hawaii was an accident. Um, definitely not. I feel like, you know, as I've heard your story many times, um, I feel like, you know, you were perfectly positioned for where you needed to be. And and all of this needed to happen in order to, to launch you where you are now. I totally agree. And I just want to say that when you're going through it, it certainly doesn't feel that way at the time. Amen. (laughs) When you're in that walking in that anointed path and those, that plan is coming together. It does not feel, uh, uh, positive sometimes or, uh, intentional. Sometimes it feels out of control. It feels scary. It feels devastating. It feels all these horrible things that later we look back and say, well, I had to go through that. I had to fail in order to find what success really meant, you know, and it's still hard. Entrepreneurship is not something that comes naturally to everyone, even, even if you have a great interest in it. And so there is still uh, a, a really hard journey that, you know, I'm on and I'm learning, um, but it is exciting. It is, it is something that I'm committed to doing. So I know it's, it's what I was meant to do at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I think, and I think like you, I, for a long time, I feel like I always had uh, a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit. I felt that since I was a small child, like I always wanted to have my own business. I always wanted to create, I was thinking about things that we could create and, you know, the businesses I could start. Um, and you know, I, that never ends for me because you know, I, what I've got going with remnant nursing, but yeah. every other minute I want to do something else. I'm like, and we need to start a new nursing school. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's always, there's always something I keep getting these ideas, you know, that come into my head. Um, but I have to, you know, kind of, kind of 
shut them down a little bit and like do one thing at a time. Um, but I, I definitely feel like I have that entrepreneurial spirit, but not everybody does. Right. Yeah. A lot, I think of people are just afraid, but what do you think some of the, you know, just post pandemic trends in nursing, as far as entrepreneurship and employment, um, do you see it trending more post pandemic towards entrepreneurship? 100%. I'm so glad you asked this because I was just on TikTok watching this video about this NCSBN study about how we lost over 100,000 nurses in the pandemic, 610,000 RNs, right, intending to leave still, and 300,000 plus LPNs still intending to leave. They responded to this survey. They intend to leave the bedside. They intend to leave uh, healthcare if you want to be generous and call it that, um, because the system is so broken, because they're tired of being taken advantage of, and because they have finally realized there is no amount of money that they could be paid to be treated like they're disposable. And that's really what happened with me is like, once I got fired, I trusted them for that paycheck, right? I relied on them. I had this trust that they were moving me here, that this was, you know, a commitment to a long-term employment. And we have to realize that that is not guaranteed. That paycheck is not guaranteed. Um, our employers doing the right thing by us is not guaranteed. And so many nurses are waking up to that post-pandemic, post-moral injury, post-toxic sick care system. They're realizing like, I cannot continue to be in this system anymore. And they're seeing all these other people doing all these other things and realizing, hey, I have the skills to do that too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's not even just in nursing, but if you if you notice just the trends in general have um, gone towards entrepreneurship and like, you know, we can't find employees anywhere. We can't find people to, to fill these jobs in positions right. people have figured out that you know there are, are other ways and that they can actually have so many tools and resources now that maybe we didn't have 20 years ago when we had that entrepreneurial spirit and all of that but we didn't have the tools and resources that we do today a lot of people will will make the argument that um, it's so much harder you know for people today to make their way in the world and i really disagree with that i i think it is actually so much easier because they do have all of these tools and resources available to them um i think that if anything is a negative in that or more difficult it's that you know victim mentality that so many people or we were just you know brow beating into people that they they're they're a victim and they don't feel like they can ever change their circumstances right um, but I think that now more than ever, we have the resources to do exactly what you're doing and what I'm doing and what so many uh, across this country, nursing or non-nursing, we're, we're making our own way. And I think it's a beautiful thing. But we've, but it's going to, you know, it's, it's some growing pains because obviously industries are suffering as a result. Yeah. And I think they're going to continue to suffer until they realize um, they're going to have to change their approach to delivering service because individuals are stepping up and saying, hey, I can do this better. And that's really what's happening with nurses are saying, I've seen how this is being done and what patients are getting and what nurses are getting. And I can do this better. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Do you think that that's why so many nurses are just now waking up to these possibilities for self-employment? I mean, if I, I think it had to have been the pandemic that really pushed everyone to find another way. For me, definitely, and that's definitely true in my case, more than ever before, I recognized the real necessity of having alternatives to this broken system. I've known, I've been in healthcare for 26 years, so I've really known that it's been about profits over patients. That's been true for my 26 years in the system, but never did I feel like we were actually at a point where we were murdering patients for profit. But as you know, this is happening in hospitals all across this country. Um, so the need to have alternatives has never been more clear. Do you think that that's really what's waking everybody up? Absolutely. And I think um, nurses are re realizing, you know, I don't want to just continue trading my time for money anymore. You know, that used to be enough to say, um, all I have to do is pick up more shifts and I can make extra money. And, and after the pandemic and after just being completely taken advantage of and, and then, you know, flip the script, all of a sudden the vaccine mandates, take it or you're fired. It's like, wait a second. I just did this for you. I just gave you everything I had. You know, I worked myself, you know, completely raw. My emotional state is unhealthy. My mental health, you know, isn't where it should be. And instead of giving me resources to help me, you're still demanding that I, you know, change my entire life, do something irreversible for you. And if I don't, after all of this, you're going to fire me. And it's just this deep insult to our integrity, to our, our ethical compass that nurses have. So many nurses woke up because they realized like, wait a second, we've stopped doing what was right for our patients. And I can't be a part of that. And, and is my next employer going to demand that of me? Is my next employer going to, you know, ask me for something I can't deliver? Am I going to have this trust in this employer to do the right thing? And they're going to let me go after five weeks and not care what happens to me or my family. And that is causing mistrust um, widespread in the healthcare system with nurses right now. Nurses are the most trusted profession for years. And we're, we need that trust in return and we're no longer getting that. Yeah, we need to restore trust to our profession because, I mean, understandably, people are very frustrated and they're not trusting their healthcare professionals. They're not trusting many nurses because many nurses, unfortunately, are not speaking up and speaking out because they're afraid, I, I guess, and they're, they, you know, they, they feel like they need this paycheck. But to me, it's just there's too much. The moral injury is too great to not speak up and speak out but like you were just talking about as far as like the um we really do kind of um take on extra shifts i remember taking on extra shifts and be like well if i want to take this vacation i'll work x amount extra shifts and that's how you like kind of spend your money is by it costs right. many shifts you know we that's how we spend money as nurses um and we get into that habit really quickly where we're working so much you know, because obviously uh, if it's for staff nurses, you know, are not paid uh, great. So we need to take, you know, several overtime shifts in order to have anything, which is, and then we just get in that habit of working ourselves to death. And then it's no longer an option because they're, they're throwing mandatory overtime at us in many yeah. cases. And overtime was one thing post pandemic overtime is a whole other ball game. Things right. were so different after the pandemic um, and the the abuse that we would put physical, mentally, emotionally on ourselves 
throughout that time and not offering ourselves a break, um, it became too much. I know it became too much for me. It became too much for, for so many nurses. And like you said, we're just, we're ready for something different. Um, but you know, I, but entrepreneurship is in your case anyway, it's proven to be a, a lot more lucrative for nurses than employment. Wouldn't you say? Oh, uh, it is so much more lucrative. We have so much more control over what we do than if we were under um, an employer because we decide, you know, I think a lot of nurses get worried about like, what do I have to charge? What, you know, what can I, what will I, how will I make money? How will I replace my paycheck? And it's like the beauty of entrepreneurship and having a business, uh, you can charge whatever you want. The average consultant pay range is 150 to a 350 an hour. That is across the board, the industry standard for consulting as a whole. So, you know, starting at 150 is the bottom of the range, right? So once you really get confident in your service and really get clear on what you offer, 300 an hour is not a an insane thing to say that you charge. Now you're considering also that you're covering your own expenses, you're covering your business expenses, you're covering your personal expenses. So, you know, if you charge 150 an hour, that might translate to, you know, 75 an hour for an employer because they're paying that extra 30% for you when you're their employee. Um, But you can charge whatever you want for your services. You can work as many hours as you want. I try to work um, about 24 to 32 hours a week. That does vary. It varies um, for my kids' schedule. I was off all spring break with my kids. Um, That varies for my clients' needs. I will work 40 hours if there's a project that needs to be done for my client with a certain deadline. Um, You know, if I pick up a time-sensitive project, I decide whether I want to pick up that project. There's no one putting that on me. If I decide I want to commit to a more labor intensive project than I do. If I only want to work from eight to noon, then I do. We have complete freedom in all decisions surrounding our work and our pay. Yeah, that's what I really have enjoyed the most. I mean, it, it can be stressful, but you know, at the end of the day, if I don't want to work today, I don't, <laughs> you know, right. If I want to take two or three consults tomorrow, I do. Um, and like you said, you know, we charge for the hour uh, consult is 175 an hour. And a lot of people might think that, oh, that sounds like a lot, but it really isn't because, you know, you're not just accounting for that one-on-one time with the client, but then all of that um, that time that it takes to research and, and put everything else into um, putting together plans for them and all of that. So you have to account for several hours of work um, right in that fee so it really isn't a lot and like you said it's between 150 up, upwards of 300 an hour in consulting fees um and that's the beautiful thing is that we dictate our worth we decide absolutely and that that is so much um the, just the freedom alone in that is incredible but some people you know, that being the case that it's that it is so much more lucrative. Why do you think so many nurses are hesitant to break that employee mindset? Well, as nurses, we're used to walking in and having the answers given to us. 
here's what you do for the first 30 minutes of your shift. You get report. Then you go check in on all your patients. Then you do your initial assessment. Then you do your first med pass. Then you check off this box. Then you document on this form. Then you submit it by this time. Then you clock out. Then you take your lunch for 30 minutes from this time to this time. We have a very structured uh, profession it's highly regulated compared to most other businesses. So we're used to um, having all this given to us. So sometimes it can be really scary to think, oh, I'm I'm breaking the law by having a business. I've literally had nurses tell me like, am I allowed to have a business? And I'll ask them a question like, would you be allowed to go open a bookstore, a coffee shop, a retail clothing store, or a gas station? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, anybody can do that, right? Anybody can go get a business license and start their own business. That's uh, one of the beautiful things about America that we have the freedom to do what we want to do. So any nurse can start a business, but we have to get past that mindset that, you know, there are all these rules that we have to follow. Now we certainly need to stay within the scope of our practice and, you know, um, to what we've committed to for our scope of nursing. Um, but there are so many businesses as a nurse that don't really have anything to do with performing clinical care. And that's really where the scope of nursing is focused on, on the clinical care that you're providing. So a lot of businesses for nurses don't really have necessarily anything to do with providing clinical care. Most of my business does not, you know, um, so I think nurses get afraid of the what ifs. They start asking questions they can't answer. And then they start um, thinking that it's they're not qualified to do it because they don't know how to run a business. And and that could not be farther from the truth. Most nurses are highly prepared uh, for business, for sales, for marketing with our nurturing intuition. And we just don't recognize that it translates that way. That was a big thing for me. Um, you know, I'm not a salesperson. I'm not a marketer. I'm just a nurse. I don't have business training. I didn't get an MBA. And that can really be a barrier sometimes. Yeah, well, I totally agree. I mean, because like, like you, I'm, I'm a nurse. I had done some administrative work in healthcare prior to my clinical nursing. But yeah, I'm not in sales. I'm not in marketing. But I was thrust into the situation. So now I, and I, of course, I didn't have any funding. So now I'm my own marketer. I'm like, I'm pitching things all the time. And you just, you just learn and you adapt. But you're right that all of these skills that you have as a nurse do translate into so many other areas. Um, and I think that what we do as far as research and, you know, all of, all of these uh, other things that aside from just the clinical skills, our assessment, um, our, we're highly observant, right? Um, so we pick up on cues from people, whether that, and that translate not just from the bedside, but when you're meeting with people, um, you're able to kind of pick up on, you know, their, their, um, their thoughts and, you know, what, what their feelings and perspectives are towards things. So definitely some of these skills do translate and people are just afraid, unfortunately, to make that leap until we don't have a choice anymore. And I know that was what happened to me and similar with you as well. Exactly. We have to be ready to give up the comfortable um, 
for the opportunity to have the control and freedom that we want to have. You know, it's very comfortable to get a paycheck that we know is going to be this exact same amount every two weeks. And we know, you know, we know exactly the fresh hell that's going to be welcoming us at our next shift. We know exactly what's going to happen and how we're, you know, how we're going to be expected to perform. Right. Um, And entrepreneurship has a lot of unanswered questions that you are constantly working through those solutions, but really running your own business and, and doing um, the sales and, and the, you know, client piece is just relationships and service. So all of sales and marketing is building relationships and, and how can I serve? How can I show up and serve and help people? And nurses are naturally built to do that. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's exactly how we do our nursing. And, you know, for me, it was a little bit scary because I was an ICU nurse. And so we are, we are very regimented. So when you, you leave that, like you were talking about that very structured environment coming into whatever the hell this is that I'm doing, it was just like, oh my God, I just had no structure. And I really felt like I wasn't productive and, and nothing was, um, was going the way that it was supposed to. But, you know, after some time and some dedication, it, it all comes together. It all exactly. comes together. Yeah. America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, or Alexa 24-7. Great talk radio. All of our shows go to podcast the following day. You can hear them on apps such as Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcasts, and many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for me. I'll catch you on the other side of this break. Stay with us. It's time and this is World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. 
Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Welcome back to Nurses Out Loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. Wherever you're listening from today and whatever you're doing, I thank you for giving me the gift of your time. Let's jump right back in. If you're just joining us, we've been talking with Nina Hart of Hart Healthcare Solutions. Nina, I just have to say that to me, you are so inspiring. You are so inspiring. And I've had you speak now at several of our nursing conferences and, and you know that you have an open invitation to any event that I organize um, because you really do know how to connect with, with these nurses and help to guide them along their, their journey to freedom through entrepreneurship. So um, I hope you, you know that you are welcome at any event. And I know that we have one coming up here uh, next weekend. So I'm excited to get to see you again. Um, and hope that I, I get to spend more time with you this time. I know sometimes your flights are a little crazy <laughs> and you're in and yeah, out. coming to Hawaii. <laughs> it's a commitment, but I yes. really enjoy meeting and speaking and really just encouraging nurses, you know, um, who are working for themselves or who want to work for themselves and making those connections has really blessed me um, and encouraged me in my own business and helped me really persevere through some of the harder times, knowing that there are other nurses out there who are inspired. You don't realize the impact you have when you put yourself out there. You know, it's not always pleasant, um, but it is helping people and people need to be inspired, need to be encouraged, need to know they're not the only one feeling the way they're feeling. So it's always really, really um, encouraging to me and, and blessing to me when um, people say, Hey, I heard you speak. And I, you know, I was fired. This is, you, you literally told my exact same story. Can you even believe that? And I'm like, yeah, I can. Yeah. I have talked to hundreds of nurses with, with stories just like mine and yours. Yeah. And it's really about coming together and finding 
the tribe. And I think that we've, we've really done a good job of pulling uh, the nurses together to inspire courage in others. Um, and hopefully that they will realize that they are more than just a number. They are more than just an employee of a, a corporate system. And then they can provide that true patient centered care that, that they long to, to provide to people. And for the most part, that is why most of us got into nursing to begin with is to provide and connect with people on that, on that level. So I think that being able to free nurses from that uh, employee mindset is a beautiful thing and you do an incredible job of it. So I'm very, very grateful for you, Nina. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I love, I love traveling to see you and, and all the nurses at Nurses Out Loud. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's always wonderful to get together. But let's talk about some of the opportunities for nurses right now who who want to be self-employed right now. Like they're at the bedside and they are over it. They're over it. They're listening. They're like, you know what? I can't do one more fresh hell shift. I can't do it. <laughs> what is an opportunity? What are some of the opportunities for nurses right now that they can get started on? Well, the kind of the four C's are what I see um, as the biggest opportunities for nurses right now. Um, Consulting, coaching, courses, and concierge. Um, These are kind of the four C's that are really big in nurse entrepreneurship. And there's, you know, unlimited specialties that you can do this in. So consulting, I am a compliance and regulatory consultant for post-acute care. I do education, I do survey prep, I do um, audits, I do quality, um, I do that for hospice, long-term care, and home care. So maybe you're you're an ICU nurse, you could do that for um, hospital and hospital systems. If you want to be out of working with organizations and you're like, I know corporate consulting is not for me. Maybe coaching is a better avenue where you're doing um, functional medicine coaching. You're doing trauma-informed coaching. You're doing, um, you know, health, general health and um, self-care, mental wellness coaching. There are unlimited specialties in each of these areas. So for concierge, maybe you're doing um, Meta spa, maybe you're doing resort wellness. That's I. I am a concierge nurse. I have a subcontract for resort wellness, so I go up to the uh, Four Seasons Resort and I am part of their wellness program. I I take 15 minutes um, appointments, and I go up there. I take a uh, finger stick to do measure biomarkers, and then I give the results to the nutritionist at the hotel who does the biomarker program. And I work under a physician who has that concierge VIP wellness business. I subcontract that out for 200 an hour. So there are limitless opportunities. Um, and really I freelance. I don't just do one thing. I do all of those things, all of those four C's. I have courses and digital content. I do webinars, workshops, and seminars virtually and on site. I speak, I self-publish, I do consulting with organizations. I like seeing what I enjoy and who I enjoy working with and exploring different options and seeing what what's a good fit, what I don't love so much, um, and really being able to use my skills in a lot of different ways. So it's it's totally, um, there's no limit on 
on the opportunities out there for entrepreneurship for nurses, but those are the four main areas I really see um, that are, are hot right now for nurses. Yeah, and I definitely agree with you. And I feel like I've been doing a little bit of everything. And I'm like, much like you are kind of freelance and do, you know, I've got what I'm doing with remnant nursing and I I focus on that. But then we're also, you know, we're creating events and we want to do webinars and we want to do educational series and podcasts. And so there's there's really no limit. You're so right. There's no limit to what we can do. Um, And people are hungry for the information and for the connection that they get from people um, who aren't afraid, who aren't afraid to step out and, and do something and dare to do something different. So I think that there's definitely uh, no, no shortage of, um, of opportunity for any of us uh, in, whether you call it in the movement or whether you call it just in nursing in general. Um, Agreed. There's so there's so many things that we can do. It doesn't have to be in the movement. It can just be again nursing in general. Um, I love what you're doing with that resort. I, I, that that would be amazing. And that's something I really want to do as well. Is get into start doing um, not resorts retreats retreats. Oh yes, I'm, I'm wanting to do. I know you've do you've done some nurse retreats as well. Yeah. Um, are you planning another one? I, I I missed that one in Hawaii, and I'm very upset about. I am planning to do another one. I was just thinking about this this week, getting that going. So I will let you know. Uh, and definitely, you know, anyone who's interested in that can reach out to me as well. We had a Nurses Making Waves Impact Unleashed retreat in January here uh, on Oahu. And it was an amazing experience. It was so much fun. We had 11 nurses there. Um, we did workshop style. We gave away uh, CEs for licensure for those trainings. So there were, I think, like almost 10 CEs, eight to 10 CEs uh, for nurses who came to that for their workshops, you know, for their license renewal. Um, you know, we just had a great time. We relaxed. We got massages. We walked to the beach. Um, it was amazing. And I, I am really excited to do that again. And that is a very lucrative income stream. I know uh, Jody O'Malley is doing some Alaska retreats and those look amazing. I'd love to go to that. I can't wait to go to one of hers. Um, there are so many options for different revenue streams. And that's really something I am spending a lot of time on is diversifying my revenue streams so that I can really stabilize um, what's coming in and have like this, this, you know, um, kind of like your paycheck, you've got this expected amount, you know, you can rely on. And so I think diversifying revenue streams is a great way to really build up that income to where you have to where you have that set amount, you know, you're going to make and then everything on top is just gravy or goes to your business operations or goes to um, passion projects or goes to um, things that you want to support. So passive income is something I have really um, been putting a lot of effort into digital products, courses, forms, downloads, manuals, ebooks. Um, those are things that nurses are really good at and have knowledge that other people don't and that other people need. So those reoccurring income that you don't have to to show up to, you know, my resort nursing, I have to show up to make that money. If I don't show up to do that finger stick for the biomarker program, I don't get paid for that, right? That takes my time. So I have to be there. For consulting, I have to be with a client and be doing a service, right? Or I don't get paid without doing that service. With passive income, with recorded webinars, recorded trainings, digital downloads, courses, um, 
those do-it-yourself products that people can download and use, uh, those require none of my time and effort. The only reoccurring time you're spending on that is making sure that you're sharing it, marketing it, encouraging other people to share it, getting it out there where people can see it who would need to buy it. That's the only time you have to spend on passive income. And I think that's huge because you're getting that steady income without having to show up to earn it. And right, that's the whole point of not trading time for money anymore is that income comes in while you sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, it freezes up because I, I we're, we're not meant to just work and pay bills and die. I don't, you know, we want to live life, you know, and this is a wonderful way that we can provide our expertise. We can lend our expertise to, to all of this um, because you are, you're putting the work in, you're putting the investment in upfront, right? And then it pays for itself on the back end and, and you're able to enjoy so much more of life and people are able to um, have access to this incredible information. So it really is a win-win situation for everybody and all involved. Um, but if there's one thing that you see, Nina, in nurses that who are successful, and then those who aren't, what is that one thing that separates the successful entrepreneurial nurse and the ones who do not succeed? I would say the persistence factor of not giving up when there's that overwhelm hits or that fear hits or that I'm not sure what what to do. How how am I going to do this? Everybody feels that way. Some people give into that and, and, you know, have analysis paralysis and just sit in it and don't do anything. And then some people lean into that and put themselves out there anyways. You know what? I don't know what this is going to look like. I'm selling a product I haven't even created yet half of the time. <laughs> so I'm selling courses to see if there's interest in it that don't exist. And then I'm doing those courses live with the people who say, yeah, that's for me. And the people who are successful continue showing up, continue doing the work, continue putting themselves out there. And they focus on one thing at a time. You know, I have, I know you and I both have a hundred different things we'd like to do, right? But if we don't ever finish one of those, we will never make any money off a hundred of them. So finishing one thing, um, you know, the guy who I think Russell um, Brunson is his name, who created ClickFunnels, which is a, a funnel software that's out there for, you know, course creators and online marketers. He said, you need to make $1 million off of one funnel before you create a second one. That's what he said. So He's saying you should make a million dollars off of one product before you ever make a second one. So a lot of nurses are trying to, you know, do 10 different things and they never finish any of them. They never share any of them. And that was me in, in 2019. I had trying to put every single piece of knowledge I had learned as a DON into a course platform, never shared it with anyone, couldn't figure out why it wasn't successful. You know, like... We have to put ourselves out there and be building relationships, be pursuing opportunities constantly to start seeing the fruit of that labor. And that could take months, right? And and spreading ourselves too thin is not helping us and it's not going to help our business grow. 
Oh, I absolutely agree. And I think you can, we can agree that I think that's how I probably spent the first six months uh, <laughs> not longer. I was like, yeah. I was like, what I have all of these things that I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, I just, I knew what I wanted to create, but it, but it just wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't coming to me how to put it all together. And then all of a sudden it was like, everything became very clear. I had this clear vision of what I wanted to create with Remnant and things just really started to fall into place. It's really easy to put the cart before the horse and say, I need a marketing plan. I need a contract. I need uh, a camera team. I need a marketing you know, department. And you don't need any of that. That is way later. We try and put these businessy things before actually you know, making connections and seeing what the need is, doing the market research and creating the content and the things that we have control over that we can do. You know, I have nurses asking, um, you know, I need, I need an ad strategy. And I said, for what, for what product, what product or what offer? Well, I don't have that yet. Well, then you don't need an ad strategy. You don't have anything to sell. So you have to be, um, you know, very aware and in tune of making sure that you actually are building a business um, instead of just doing all the things. That's so true, Nina. That's so true. And, you know, I kept, I wasted so much time, I feel like, waiting for funding. Like, I thought somebody was just going to come down and get like, oh, you're doing such great work. Here's all this money. Go, <laughs> like, that. that I'm still waiting for that. Happened. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that never happened. Or I'm fundraising and I'm trying to, but there's never enough money. You know, I, I haven't drawn a salary uh, from either of my organizations. I still don't draw a salary because there's just not enough money, right? But it was like I was waiting for this, I don't know what, this perfect situation or this perfect scenario before I was like, and then we can get started doing everything. That's not how it works. You've just got to like, just do it, right? So once I decided, you know what, the funding's not coming, <laughs> whatever, I'll probably never be able to raise enough, um, you know, in donations to ever uh, get where I need to be. So we just do a little thing at a time, a little thing at a time. And I did most of it on my own with my very small team. And you know what? Now we have a self-sustainable model through our private membership association, right? And it sustains itself. I really encourage nurses to do less tab browsing. You know, a lot of a lot of nurses have, like me, have a hundred tabs open, and we're trying to learn everything at once. And it's like, actually, we just need to show up with one action that makes a connection or builds a relationship, or um, you know, pursues an opportunity or offers a service. And, you know, we always, as nurses, we're, we're really focused on professional development and self-development. And that is amazing. That's a huge strength, but it can also be a weakness if we forget that, you know, business is a service and you have to give a service in, in order to be able to, um, get that income coming in to do the big things. So less tab browsing, less internet, um, exploring and more action and showing up and connecting and offering. That is some incredible, incredible advice. And I could not agree more with that. And you do have so many things going on though, but tell me about uh, Nurses Making Waves. So Nurses Making Waves was kind of um, born out of me starting consulting and then realizing more nurses were asking me how to do this, how to do what I'm doing. How did I get started? How did I 
figure it out. You know, how did I add courses? How do, how did I get clients? Um, how, what, what are the opportunities out there? So nurses making waves, um, is really kind of the movement of encouraging other nurses toward entrepreneurship. I have a podcast where I'll interview other nurses who are in business, ask them how they started, what their advice is. I've had some of the most interesting nurses on this podcast. I think my first episode was about a yoni bar, which I did not know what that was before I did the episode, which is a vaginal steam. And that was education for me. That is an opportunity for nurse entrepreneurs. I had no idea. That was my first ever Nurses Making Waves podcast interview. And I got off there like my mind was blown. I didn't know that was a thing either. We'll have to do that. Maybe that's the service we can can offer through Remnant Nursing. She created her own herbal blends and started doing vaginal steams um, and other feminine reproductive care during the pandemic. Her business grew during the pandemic. She just had to make appointments and really like be intentional about scheduling in-person stuff. But it was amazing. I'm like, this is exactly what I'm talking about, that nurses can do anything, you know? Exactly, exactly right. Um, so the, as, far, as far as like you, the way you're helping other nurses and you're doing it through so many different avenues, um, but you have a program, like a mentorship program or something that you're doing? Yes. Yes. So um, throughout the year of 2022, I did the impact and income program for nurse consulting and coming up uh, June 1st, I am launching a new mentorship. I'm super excited about the self-employed nurse success system. And really it's a 12 month program for nurses who um, want to do freelancing. They, they're multi-passionate healthcare entrepreneurs and nurse freelancers who want to speak, self-publish, do courses, do consulting, do coaching, learn about it all, figure out how to implement those revenue streams, how to get started, how to get clients. Um, And I'm really excited about offering that. I think it's the solution that nurses have been looking for. Um, I've done coaching, I've done um, the consulting program, and I have a lot of uh, digital content, free courses, tons of free courses and trainings in the Nurses Making Waves Facebook group, which is for self-employed nurses, um, tons of content in there, checklists, digital downloads, PDF eBooks, uh, the quick start guide to nurse consulting, all these things that nurses can um, get for free just to start piquing their interest about the opportunities for entrepreneurship. And then when they're ready to really pursue that, um, some coaching and mentoring support to make sure that they don't spin their wheels for a solid year like I did. <laughs> Same, exactly. I don't want anybody to go through that. And I think that's so much of, you know, some of us have to kind of go through all of that so that we can, um, you know, use our our testimonies to really guide others and and help them to avoid the pitfalls that we fall into. And you know, and that becomes part of their success story. Um, You know, it's not it's not an easy road. For, for many of us, but if we can make it a little bit lighter load for somebody, then, you know, amen, and, and we should do that. Um, that's all about, you know, the sisterhood, right? Yes. Uh, holding each other's hands and helping each other. Uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. Yes. And you've, you've been uh, an incredible, incredible inspiration to me. Uh, Nina, thank you so much for sharing your powerful testimony and for all that you do to inspire and encourage other nurses and myself included in that. Thank you so much. Same to you.
same to you. I I have looked up to you and and can't can't express how much I respect what you've done for nurses and how um, just brave you've been. And and you know I've I've learned so much from you showing up in the way that you've had you have. And I'm just grateful for our relationship. I'm grateful to see you soon in Tennessee and uh, grateful for learning more from each other. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's always an amazing time when we all are able to get together. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And like I said, I think you have a little bit of extra time in Tennessee uh, this time, so you won't be running off on me. That's right. We'll have some. We'll have some time to to really you know, dig deep, all of us together, myself, you, Jody will be there, um, uh, Michelle will be there. So, and uh, Melissa, all of us will get back together again. But again, thank you so much uh, for being with me today, Nina. We'll have you back again. Thanks for having me. I'd love to come back. Absolutely. That's all the time that we have for today, friends. But remember, we are here on the air five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern with a different nurse host daily. You can also catch the encore at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please be sure to tune in and listen to myself and my amazing sister nurses. As we walk you through all of these hot topics, we will empower you with information and education. We will advocate and we will stand in the gap for you because we are nurses and this is what we do. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton, and you can find me here every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Until next time, be safe. Be well and God bless. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts and videos so we can help secure America's future. Tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern as I hand off the baton to Nurse Michelle. We are in a war for the truth. We are putting out a bounty on the real misinformation and exposing the purveyors of propaganda. Join us weekdays with a different nurse host daily. No topic is off limits as we shine our lights and expose the darkness. It's time and this is-